you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good morning, football. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live here in New York City. It's Wednesday, halfway through the week, October 4th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. There is Kyle Brandt. There is Peter Schrager. There is Jason McCourty. Kyle, you look great today. You're suited and booted. I'm dressed up. Yeah, it's season. Uh, listen, when you got Bears Commanders tomorrow night, you dress up for an, a formal occasion. You understand me? I'm looking ready. That's the start of our show. We have Ian Rapport joining us now. He's our NFL Network insider. What's up, Sheet? Uh, Ian, news around the league this morning, both good and bad, perhaps, that we should know about? Yeah, more good than bad, I would say, which is a rarity on these mornings. Usually talk about injuries. This is not good news. Today, teams are getting some reinforcements. It is the Wednesday after week four, which means players who are on the PUP list or the injured reserve list are eligible to come back to practice. Opening their practice window is the terminology we use, and there's a couple important ones. First of all, Jonathan Taylor, the star running back for the Indianapolis Colts, who I would say entertained us all preseason with trade requests and contract demands and all sorts of drama involving the coach, none of which Colts, none of which left him on the field for Indianapolis. He is expected to practice today, will get his practice window open. Shane Steichen, the head coach, said he actually could play this week. We'll see if there's something else that comes along with it. A new contract, perhaps. We'll see if another team jumps in and restarts trade talks. Either way, he is expected to be on the practice field today. For Von Miller and the Buffalo Bills, another one who he gets his practice window open today as well. Von Miller coming back from an ACL injury. They brought him in to be the closure, was not able to do that due to injury last year. That is the focus this year, making sure he is healthy for the end of the season, the stretch run, the playoff run, so they are not going to force him. Just because he's practicing doesn't mean he'll play this weekend, but they will judge it based on how he responds this week. And then Kenny Pickett, the starting 
quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He, of course, has already been active. His practice window was open in training camp. He suffered an injury last week, a bone bruise and a muscle strain. Mike Tomlin has not ruled him out this week. They're going to let practice be the guide. So he is expected to practice on a limited basis today and see how he responds. All right. That is good. That was good news. I like starting the day that way. Ian Rappaport, I appreciate it. Uh, specifically, Von Miller and the Bills, they head to London at the end of this week. So how his practice goes would be a pretty good sign for the rest of the month for the Bills defense. Rap Sheet, thanks. Talk to you in a little bit. So as Ian just told us, we're going to have to wait and see about Kenny Pickett. But even with their starting quarterback, the production on offense just hasn't been there for the Steelers, specifically how we saw them fair in August in preseason, the way Kenny Pickett finished last season, you would have thought it would have gone differently for the Steelers yeah. to start. They put up six points against the Texans. Mike Tomlin was asked yesterday about how he thought the offensive coaches had done through week four. Man, not good enough. Not good enough. Um, whenever we don't play well, forget win or lose, whenever we don't play well, as a coach, man, you start there. When you talk about a division of labor, especially with players, does any of that extend to coaches, whether that's changing who's calling the plays, anything like that on the offense? Not at this juncture, no. Not at this juncture, no. No coaching changes to be expected. The Ravens are coming to town this weekend, Pittsburgh. Can the Steelers' offense turn this thing around, especially within this division, Kyle, before it's too late? I mean, it's still pretty early, and they, we, we thought the Steelers got this thing back on the tracks. You know, they had yeah. the bad week one, they went a couple in a row, like, here's our Steelers. And then this bizarre, ugly, deflating loss at Houston. There's a lot of animosity towards the offensive coordinator, which I'm sure we'll get into. But let's just look at the playmakers. And, you know, I know sometimes players themselves roll their eyes at fantasy. These are the fantasy rankings. Just a convenient way of looking at their production after four weeks. So Najee Harris, um, he is 37th among running backs. There are 32 teams, okay? He is behind people like Chuba Hubbard, Rashawn Johnson, who is an 0-4 Bears backup running back, and others. George Pickens is 36. He's behind people like Michael Wilson on the Cardinals. Peter, you know Michael Wilson? A rookie out of Stanford. Good little okay. player. Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, they're all more than George Pickens. And then Pat Frymuth, who is now hurt, is behind Cade Otten, a player I'm not familiar with named Kylan Granson. You know Kylan Granson? Who's Colts. that? He rocked the Colts. baby. Rocked the baby. Oh, oh, right. He made the Cody. <laughs> I should know him. Point is, those guys are out producing the Steelers, and this was supposed to be the electric Steelers. Mm -hmm. We got talent. We drafted high talent. We drafted a high talent running back. And it, is it that these guys are just kind of sluggish? Or is it they are not being properly coordinated? Or is the quarterback not as good? I know this. After four weeks, we are not seeing the electricity. George Pickens made one massive play this year. That's really been all, all the lightning bolts that we've gotten. So I don't really care about fantasy in the reality sense. But if you just want to look at pure what have these guys done to produce results, mm -hmm. it's been really low, and they're behind guys that I have not heard of, and that just can't be right. Peter. Yeah, and there was fire Canada chance in Pittsburgh. That's what they're saying. And Matt Canada is the offensive coordinator. We can talk about it. And when Tomlin says there will not be any changes at this juncture, it means you're still our guy, and mm -hmm. we've got our support. Now, it's interesting because I remember Matt Canada when he was at Pitt. And this was like the college pit. And this is 2015, 2016. They upset Clemson in a game. And what Matt Canada was known for was crazy motion before the line of scrimmage. Like awesome uh, diversions, jet sweeps, all this creativity. Mm. So then he becomes the quarterback's coach at the Steelers. And the second that he becomes quarterback's coach, they had Randy Fickner for years as the OC. Uh. It was like, fire Randy and put Canada as the OC. We don't want Randy anymore. Randy's old school. Put in Canada, he's the new wave. So he gets the job in 2021, 
And there was excitement for Ben's last season. They went to the playoffs, didn't necessarily light up the, the yard. Last year, there was an excitement after Pickett had a good finish, and then it falls off a cliff. Like, I know Matt Canada doesn't suddenly forget how to call an offense. <laughs> I know Matt Canada suddenly doesn't know what he remembered when he was at LSU for years and all those years before that. This guy's been coaching for 30 years. It's not like he suddenly is no longer an innovator, doesn't know how to use his things. What alarmed me the most at that press conference, and it wasn't in the clip that we showed, what do you got? is a quote that Tomlin said. said, there were several things that were very disappointing about the game. Mm. Chief among them was that Houston was more physical and played uh, harder than us. Okay. And that's something that's got to change. That's not Steelers football. Uh -huh. yeah. So they're getting beat up also. Texans were down four offensive linemen, had a rookie at quarterback, and they went up and down on that Pittsburgh defense. Like, there's something else going on. And I think to just fire the offensive coordinator, I know that's the initial you know, knee-jerk thing. That probably will happen if things do Pitch not go. Pitchforks out big time. Yeah. That, that's the initial fan reaction. But there is something else going on that has to be fixed now. And whether it's Pickett or Trubisky or something, it's not too late. You're still 2-2. Two and two. And I know Matt Canada just didn't forget how to call a game. And I know Matt Canada didn't just forget how to use his best players. So I'm going to say it's not too late. That division is still wide open. And the Steelers still have two wins. They stack two wins no matter how mm -hmm. ugly as they were. Mm -hmm. uh, it's true. And the pitchforks are definitely out. You go on X and there's people Talk saying Matt Canada has a burner yeah. account. And he's tweeting oh, stuff yeah. about Kenny Pickett. It's his NFL email. No, it's not. It's not true. Is that not true? No, it's not true. It's not his NFL <laughs> email. That is not true. There's some fan who made that I up. Like that so theory. it's a great point. It's just a, I'm online. I'm like, wow. There's people are saying Matt. My, one of my guys in my group chat said, if you're the head coach, what would you do? I was like, this, this stuff's not real. The theory is that there's an imposter account that is tweeting negatively about Kenny Pickett. Yes. That like Canada's great. Just Pickett can't play. And it's, yes. it's over and over. <laughs> and of course, the aggregators who we all know their names. <laughs> there you go with it. And then the players don't know who's the reporter, who's the aggregator, who's what. They're just like. Yeah, that's real. But I, I don't know. It's not. But you're telling you're me saying it's, it's not. It's not as it's How not, do you know? That's not a real NFL email addresses aren't just at Steelers.com. There's an NFL in there. It's not accurate. It's not, it's not accurate. All right. Uh, but I, I look at this Steelers offense and Kenny Pickett has really struggled. You think about it. Last year we were raving about him because he finished the season. He had one turnover in his last eight games. So far through four weeks, he has four turnovers. So it's a different team. And straight to your point, when you're a head coach, say a team played harder than us, then there is no coaching change. The change has to come within the players because that is the worst thing you can say about a game. Usually, no matter how a team plays, a head coach stands up there and he says, you know what? We fought hard, but we didn't. We weren't prepared or whatever the case may yeah. be. But when you're not playing hard, that's a different level. When you say can the offense pick it up, I'm looking at it right now. Kenny Pickett just got injured, dealing with a knee. Don't know what his status is going to be for this upcoming week. Enter Mitch Trubisky. Let's talk about Mitch. This offense is going to turn Ooh. around. Can they turn it around if Mitch has to go out there and play a game or two? It was not pretty last year when he was in there. He made a few plays here and there, but Mitch Trubisky eventually was replaced by Kenny Pickett. So yeah. now we're watching Kenny Pickett in the year that he's supposed to take off, and he's absolutely struggling. There's literally fans out there saying, we need to give Pickett a break. Put in Mitch Trubisky. He can help us. Can he run this offense better? And just like, why would you think that? We saw what that story looked like. We got a lot of history with Trubisky. A lot we of history. We go way back as, as spectators. But it may be him against the Ravens this week. And then can the offense get going with Mitch Trubisky under center? I don't know if I'm ready to get on, on the board. On Mitch the is good. Well, hey, spots. Mitch has been good. Spots. Hey, Thanksgiving days. Mitch, Mitch always took care always of the Lions. Always beats the Lions. The MVP, right? Always. <laughs> Nickelodeon MVP of a losing playoff game. Yeah. Kyle, you know, you saying 32 teams out there. To have a quarterback, your star running back, your star wide receiver, having all those personalities mesh as uh -huh. well, 32 for 32, is a really hard batting average. It's, not, it's hard to accomplish. I am curious how the meetings and the conversations 
conversations go down between Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, and Najee Harris. Mm. George and Najee, at least, I covered when they were in college. Interesting personalities. Definitely. We have heard coaches talk about them. We have seen interviews done by them. We have seen how they carry themselves both on and off the field. And then I don't know Kenny Pickett. I've mm. watched him play. You've seen him talk and interact with his teammates. But to have those three come together, and especially when times are tough, when you are ranked last, when you are ranked 29th, that is when the going gets tough. And if anyone is going to have a temper flare, now would be the time for that to happen. So does Matt Canada have it in him to like get guys together and to right the ship in terms of, listen, this is rough, we have to fix it, or I wonder if we're having meetings and guys aren't looking at each other or they're rolling their eyes when they mm -hmm. pass each other in the hallways. The question for me also is, does this defense have it in them to carry this team within like, this division? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because that's, that is going to have to be the way this goes, I think, for a while until this off. I think the defense is really good, but can it carry itself within the division? Mike Tomlin gets universal praise because of, obviously, the record. But mm -hmm. I think what Mike Tomlin does best is find those guys and mm -hmm. get them galvanized and take personalities that might not work and get them on the same page. Mm -hmm. For Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell for all those years yeah. and yeah. have all that success, and sure. now, you know those are point. those are characters. Yeah. yeah, Pickens and I, we haven't had any blowups yet publicly, but mm. you do have a point in that these are young guys and they're not getting fed and yeah. their contracts are going to be up soon too, and it's mm. all that stuff starts yeah. piling in. It's true. How do you keep it together? This is mm. a true test for Mike. Pretty big game for mm. Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yes. at home, Baltimore, yeah. like huge in a row. This is a big game. Yeah. Baltimore has shown moments of an Achilles heel, so mm. why not? Mm. Uh, YouTube TV. If you want to watch the game, you can see it there. It's the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. Being an NFL fan has never been easier. You can watch every game. You can watch it every Sunday exclusively with NFL Sunday Ticket on YouTube TV. Sign up now and you get 50 bucks off. Terms and conditions apply. For more information, visit NFLSundayTicket.com. All right. Which rookie proved their worth this past weekend? A lot of great rookies right now. Also, what is your favorite music video cameo appearance by a celebrity? You can just pick anyone and it'll be right. Whiteboard Wednesday is next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Grab your racers, grab your markers. Right. Time for Whiteboard Wednesday. After rookie Devin Witherspoon's big performance against the Giants on Monday night, Pete Carroll told reporters, quote, this is why we took him, obviously, at number five overall. The rookie who has proven why he was drafted the most this season. Proof is in the pudding. Rock out, rookie. Peter, who you got? Going C.J. Stroud. Yes. Two. You remember going back to the draft, there was a lot of talk about the Texans might take a defensive player, number two, either Will Anderson, who ultimately traded up and got three. Or even Tyree Wilson was one of the popular names who the Raiders took at seven. And they would say, well, there's no quarterback worthy of taking at number two. You don't just take a quarterback to take one. If Bryce is not on the board, you wait till next year or you be patient or you do something else. Guess what? C.J. Stroud not only has been better than Bryce Young, he has been as good as any rookie quarterback we have seen through four games. I said the stat yesterday. He is the third quarterback in NFL history, the others being Cam Newton and Peyton Manning, to go through their first four games and be in the top five in passing yards. He also hasn't thrown a pick all season. I don't think you could have drawn out a better first four games for either the Texans or for C.J. Stroud. I'm blown away. He's your offensive rookie of the year, and there's a loaded class of guys who deserve to be in that conversation. Texans at Falcons this week. Go get it. Let's go. It's right there for you. He's been really good. I'm going with a guy. That was a high-round draft pick. I'm going with our guy, Puka Nakua. I'm a late-round guy, fifth-round pick, nice. 177 out of BYU. You draft him because later in the draft, you're like, yeah, I caught him on film. He looked pretty good. Maybe he can come in here and compete. Well, he has done that. Most receptions ever through four games. He's second in receiving yards in the NFL. His jersey is out of stock on the Rams' website. You cannot go and get yourself a Puka Nakua jersey right now right. until they get him back in. That shows you how well this kid has been playing. Game-winning touchdown this past week. Puka Nakua, fifth round. Late round guys need love too. I'm still trying to get my Josh Dobbs jersey. I'm still mm. waiting. So is Josh. When are we going to get Puka Nakua versus Telano Hufanga? It's coming up. I'm ready we for it. We already had it. We had it. I want it more. Get it again. I want it more. <laughs> Speaking of I want, I want this guy on my fantasy Ooh. team so bad. Yeah. So bad. Sam Laporta, I didn't draft properly at tight end this year and every time I look up, Sam Laporta's making some big catch. A chunk play. It's always a chunk play. And I go and I'm like, oh, certainly the idiots in my league didn't draft him. <laughs> no, he's gone. He's on country road. Take Mahomes. Ha, ha, ha. I want him so bad on my team because unfortunately I went with another rookie tight end who plays in Buffalo we won't mention. But Sam Laporta's been producing. I love him. I love the Lions yeah, draft. I honestly haven't heard. Has Kincaid been a okay. disappointing? He's out there. He makes catches. Like, no it's Sam not Laporta. like he makes a couple catches here and there. He contributes. Yeah. But okay. he's not. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like the next Mark Pavaro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. will be. He drank the Kool-Aid. That's okay. Uh, Justin Herbert might not be the biggest personality in the league, but he did show a lighter side of himself this week in a post-game press conference moment. Take a listen. How does the hand feel, and can you run through what happened on the play it got hurt? Oh, yeah, thank you. Just a bit of scratch, uh, just a flesh wound, and just got stuck in a helmet, but uh, 
thankful for all the doctors and all the trainers out there to you know help me get through that one. Was it actually a flesh wound, or was are you just quoting Monty Python? That was just a quote. Okay, so great follow. I love that. Clarify. He had to clarify. Because maybe he's just referring to flesh wound. You're actually talking about Monty Python, the Holy Grail. I love that that reporter said. Yeah, the Monty Python. So the Monty Python, there's this knight in the Holy Grail, and he goes and he has this sword fight, and he like gets his arm cut off and his other arm cut off. It's it's a spoof. It's a silly movie. And then he's like, oh, it's just a flesh wound. Go on, save the others. So the joke would be. If you're ever really badly wounded, you say it's just a flesh wound. Uh, it's a joke. So right. he, I mean, that movie is like 40 years old it's or something. From the late 70s. So the fact that he would pull that. <laughs> I think Liam really Neeson good. then did it in Taken. He shoots one of the bad guys and he's like, it's just a flesh wound. Does and he? He, oh, yeah. He says it. Yeah, but in a very serious Liam Neeson tone. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, yeah it's so like it's old helpful. British comedy from 40 yeah. years ago. <laughs> so you, we're going to broaden time. this a little bit. Uh, the movie that you think can sum up a team or player season so far might have a Hollywood feel to it. Peter, I'll buy you one second. And then you can tell us okay. what your Hollywood field movie summary team would be. Yeah, mine's not as pleasant as the Monty Python gang who we love. <laughs> so I'm what are you at, going for? I'm looking at the back. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the back of this. It is. Could you have ever imagined in August that we would be having? You know, Life of Brian is also a Monty Python reference. How about that? This is crazy. Cool. Strife of Brian. Is what it is. The headline says, "Losing his luster, Dable must find way to save giant." This is like if it was The Onion. If you were to ask me after the. Coach of the yeah, year yeah, season, yeah. like there was no way. So I mean, everything has gone wrong for the Giants. I'm saying it's the sum of all fears is the New York Giants mm. for wow. this season so far. Giants, the big contract of Daniel Jones looks like it was uh, you know, buyer's remorse already. The offensive line, which everyone knew was a problem this offseason, seems to be not be able to keep him up right. 11 sacks. They've been outscored 64 to three at home. Do you want me to go on? There's more. Um, it doesn't get any easier. You play the Dolphins this weekend, and then you play the Bills the weekend after that. I take no joy in being WFAN caller this morning and being outraged by the Giants. I just couldn't imagine, couldn't imagine in a million years it would go like this. So for someone who said they were a dark horse sleeper candidate on a very similar whiteboard Wednesday, I'm going to say some of all fears. And Life of Brian is now Strife of Brian. We are a Monty Python crossover mm. show. Hello. How about Peter's like, can you believe they're saying the coach is losing his luster? Let me compare him to a movie about a dirty bomb going off on American <laughs> soil. Let me let me lift the light. You know that movie, Peter? The ben title Affleck? of the movie, I know. I couldn't, I'd be lying if I said I didn't watch. It's, it's a Ben title. Affleck movie, Bridget Moynihan, and it's about like a nuke goes off in the United States. It's not good. <laughs> That's what you're comparing the Giants to. All right. Could have been worse. There are other movies I could have compared it to. Sure. What, Independence Day? He liked the title. He liked that he worse. fell in love with the title. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the title works out, but yeah. Yeah. the substance is not great. What do you got, yeah, He's Jason? like, just let me let me run with the title. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit more positive. I'm going with Major Pan. Let's go. And I'm going to compare him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Todd Bowles doing his best major pain impression. Major pain was honorable discharge, was put in front of these kids. He had to figure out a way. Todd Bowles with the Jets. Then he goes to the Bucs. He's D coordinator. Now he's in charge. Didn't look great last year. Then he has this guy, Alex Stone. That's his Baker Mayfield. This is a guy that nobody really wants. You're trying to figure out. Puts him in charge, and next thing you know, this it. team just takes off. They're 3-1. and one. Nobody expected it. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers under Todd Bowles, led by Baker Mayfield. Major pain. They're the team. Got that drill sergeant hat on. Ooh. So good. Mm -hmm. All right, I, I'm, I'm not going to play to the table here, but I'm going to play the audience. All right, the 2023 <laughs> Patriots, Star Wars Episode Nine. Let me okay. bring you back. We go back to Episode Seven. It's a rebirth. It's new characters. It's new people you care about. That is the Mac Jones rookie season. It's mm -hmm. kind of working. It's likable. I 
like these new characters. You've done the impossible. You've made us fall in love with you. It's a little derivative of the prior stories, but that's fine. Then you get to episode eight, which was last season, the Mac Jones, and you knew you were in trouble when in the first 30 seconds, uh, Luke Skywalker tosses his father's lightsaber over his shoulder in this stupid sight gag that didn't work, and you're like, battle stations, guys. I don't know if these movies are going to work. And now you arrive at episode nine, the 2023 Patriots, where it's like, holy crap, this is terrible, and you have Oscar Isaac, this brilliant actor, saying, somehow Palpatine has returned. And you're like, this sucks. What are we doing with Star Wars? And you get to the very end of it, and you got Ray, Daisy Ridley, who's doing her best with terrible material. And in the last line of the last movie, she says, my name is um, Ray. And you're like, don't say it. Don't say it. Ray Skywalker. No! Yes, are you kidding me? And this is them last week losing 38 to 3. That's their Ray Skywalker moments. I heard there's a new Ray movie coming. I don't know who cares about that movie, but hopefully there's new things coming for the Patriots because we appear to have it rock bottom, rise of Skywalker rock bottom. Now, My gosh. Was that spoiled? Jeez. Did you know going in that that was going to be the reveal, or was that uh, when you finally saw it? It was like, Oh, or, yeah. and they thought that was going to be their like their Kaiser Soze. Like, yeah. He's gone. And we said we were going, Bleh! Ray Skywalker, give me my 20 bucks back and my childhood back. Just so bad. Patriots, I hope you don't go that way, but <laughs> not pretty. That's good. That is good. That really somehow cool, I bet. Belichick has returned. My name is Bill. <laughs> yes. Belichick. Today right. is Alicia Silverstone's 47th birthday. Hey, baby. Uh, she is famous for her role in Clueless, of course, but she's also remembered for her cameo in Aerosmith's music video, Crazy. She was also in another, she was in multiple. Yes, yeah, she, was, having, she had amazing, a moment, several crazy, moments. Crazy, and uh, what's the third one? Go ahead, Jamie. You must have a uh, a memory <laughs> of someone who has... Crying when I met you. Words. Crying when I met you. Favorite music video cameo of all time. I pitched Christopher Walken sure. earlier. Um, I don't know if it was cameo, that's why I didn't know if it qualified, but very Fat Boy good. Slim. Very good in Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, yes. dancing all around. Who knew he had moves like that? Peter, who do you got? You know, and you find out Walken's a professional dancer. Yeah. Like, that's like he was classically trained as a dancer. Yep. And then really he was good. a hairspray. Like yes. Yep. Um, okay, so. Hairspray. <laughs> this was the mid 90s, and everything and everything in my life was watching SportsCenter. Mm -hmm. Literally, it was yeah. all I cared about. It was the big show, it was Keith, it was Dan, it was Eisen, it was Stu Scott. It, it, SportsCenter rolled my day. I'd watch it on loop. But I also loved this band, Hootie and the Blowfish, with Darius Rucker and the boys from South Carolina, oh, yeah. and they had some great songs. Hold My Hand, and they, was, they come out with a video for the song, I Only Want to Be With You, and it opens with Dan freaking Patrick <laughs> opening it and saying, dare I say, Hootie and the Blowfish? Uh, in Fuego, like he's doing like all the sports center lines and it's about, and then they had all the athletes in it. They had Dan Marino, they had- Freddie uh, Couples. Freddie Couples yep. in the video. I believe they had NBA players in the video. It was the coolest sports crossover at the time. Now, Amazing. that's a second, that's not even a thing. Like sports and music are just combined. It is what it is, it's what we do. Um, back then in the mid 90s to see Dan Patrick at the sports center desk, Open a video for Hootie and the Blowfish was Elvis surreal. Presley. It, it was unreal. <laughs> it was like watching Elvis on the Ed Sullivan it show. It really was that. It, it shook me to the core, and I still think it's one of the greatest cameos. Darius Rucker's new album that he talked about last month comes out this week. Carolyn's Boy. It's out. So oh, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, D-Rock. Little, little promo going yeah. on right sure. there. Yeah. Growing up as a kid, uh, be at my grandmother's house, and there was always a wall that had a ton of family pictures. Aunt, uncles, everybody in it. Kid pictures. And then right in the middle of that family wall was just a picture of Michael Jackson. And people would come to my grandma's house and be like, wow, Michael Jackson a party fit? No, no, she's just a really big fan. I'm going with remember <laughs> the do time it. Michael Jackson. Eddie Murphy, Iman, 
Magic Edgy. Johnson. And not like a main character. He's in there just escorting people in hey, for the entertainment. Tommy Lister, Debo's in there. Yep. And what do you think Debo's doing? He's security. He's chasing uh -huh. Michael Jackson down throughout the video. This thing was like a movie. It was nine minutes long with these characters in it. Unbelievable. I remember being a kid watching this. And the dancing scenes, everything about it. Remember the time, Michael Jackson. And Arsenio, too, I would think, right? Like, isn't Arsenio? Arsenio was in all that stuff. Can we check? Can we clarify, researcher, if Arsenio Hall's in Remember the time video? I think he is. Magic yeah. stole the show. Iman, oh, Iman stole the show. Yeah. She's sitting there as the queen. Yeah, Iman was good. Farrell. What about us, girl? What about us? It's the same time. Uh, God, Michael Jackson was so cool and so oh, unusual. So it's very great. complicated. But yeah. You could have gone black and white. You could have gone bad. You could have gone so many because black has Macaulay in it. Like, there's all these different. Jam. Has Jam. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, do you understand in the early, early 2000s, the biggest celebrity in the world, do you know how big Ben Stiller was at the time? He was running the game. And that includes cameoing in two wildly different music videos. First of all, Bad Boy for Life by P. Diddy, which is an amazing video in which P. Diddy and his tour bus move into like the whitest neighborhood of all time, literally come out with wheelbarrows of Cristal. It is a great video. <laughs> and they take over the neighborhood. Ben Stiller plays the neighbor yeah. and he knocks yeah. on the door. He's like, oh, P. Diddy, P. Puffy, he's like doing the like nerdy, nervous white guy thing. And at the end he goes, and by the way, if you ever have one of your uh, one of your uh, big house parties, shout me a holla dog. And I was like, it's so funny. My friends used to say that to each other. The year prior, he's in Rolling yep. in the Limp Biscuit video with Fred Durst in New York City, and they're doing Rolling, Rolling, all that stuff. Him and Stephen Dorff inexplicably walking out of a car and tossing the keys to Fred Durst, mistaking him for the valet, and then Fred Durst takes their Bentley and just goes rolling around New York. Back to back years, still are just churning out the hits. Diddy and Biscuit. I love that answer. We ain't. Oh, miss you, Michael. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Complicated. Complicated. The music's great. Don't go there. MJ, the musical. Get us out of here. Uh, can Dak Prescott and the Cowboys keep pace with the high power 49ers offense? We're going to preview that game later on. Oh, and yeah. uh, just keep going down memory lane with the music videos. Shout me a holla dog. Mm. Shout me a holla dog. Me and all my friends. <laughs> oh, we, we did. We used to love that. just fell off his chair. Man, that's the Patriots. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 
Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. We've got a huge matchup coming your way Sunday night football. So it starts early on Sunday and it ends late and it's going to be fun. Three and one Cowboys take on the undefeated 49ers. This is a rematch from the playoffs last year. Jerry Jones spoke yesterday about what's in store for Dallas come week five. They are right now probably the most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. And, uh, but in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, hopefully two times, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs, and we're in the playoffs, of course. But the bottom line is that uh, you're playing the best. This is a, a certainly, uh, you don't need the game to tell you that you're playing the best, but you need the game to uh, show you how you stack up against the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good test for the Cowboys this weekend. They've had a few more ups and downs than the 49ers have. Nevertheless, a lot of star power on both sides of the ball for both teams. Jason, where does your eye go in this one? Oh, you always start with the quarterbacks. And obviously, you know, Brock Purdy's on one side. I'm looking at Dak Prescott. He's coming off a huge win where they beat the New England Patriots, the worst loss of Bill Belichick's career with 35 points. They hang 38 points to hang on and beat them by 35 in that game. And Dak Prescott, for everything we talked about all offseason, he's throwing interceptions, his teammates don't respect him in practice. He's getting into it with Trevon Diggs. He says, I'm not throwing double-digit interceptions. Dak has one pick. He's played well. They didn't do well against Arizona and they come back the next week. And after the game where he plays well, they went big. What do they ask Dak after the game? Let's look at it. Dak, what, what was the feeling leaving that locker room last January against those guys? No, I mean, it's obvious. We're so far past that, to be honest with you, but that's obvious. I mean, you just want to piss me off going into this week, and I appreciate that. I do, actually. I do. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> We're getting pissed off Dak Prescott heading in to a Sunday night matchup. That's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm listening to his press conferences all week. I want to know what he's saying leading up to the game. Once it starts, I want to know what his mannerisms are like on the sideline, what he does on the field. For Dak Prescott after last year, there were so many people calling. He's played well. And still he faces so much scrutiny. No matter what they do this year, it's always going to be Cowboys can't win. They can't win the big game. They can't win it. This is what they're alluding to. Last year, they're playing this game. Zeke Elliott, last snap as a Dallas Cowboy. He's lined up at center. Gets ran over. Dak Prescott throws the ball to Turpin. Tackle. Season over. This was last year. You go back to the year before that. Cowboys are playing. Guess who's the opponent? Unbelievable. San Francisco 49ers, last play of the game. Mm. Quarterback draw. Very questionable call. Run out of time. Season is over. Playing well this year, we're still going back to the season last year and the season before that because it's 49ers week. 
and Dak was already pissed off on Sunday by a reporter. I'm here for it. I want to watch it. We talk about the quarterbacks yeah. all the time. We talk about Dak Prescott all the time. I want to see how he responds. I saw this clip. Gerald McCoy was on Eisen's show, and Gerald mm -hmm. McCoy is now part of the family with NFL Network, sure. of course, and has been on our show several times, and they're going through names. Elite or not nah. elite? Elite or not elite? Dak Prescott comes up and Gerald McCoy right away. Not elite. No thought. Not elite. No thought. Mm -hmm. Throws interceptions. Not, not elite. And I'm like, that's still the view of a lot of different people around yeah. the league. This is a game this where you a put huge... your stake in things and yes. say, everyone's talking about the Niners. Here's my Dak game for the 90th time. Here's my Dak game. But it's here we are in year whatever. We still are waiting for him yeah. to just slay the Niners. He even gave Tua like a not yet. He gave him like potential. He mm. did Dak. He's just like, no. It's kind of almost preemptively unfair. I feel like if the Cowboys win this game, it's going to be like, we'll do it in the playoffs. <laughs> you know, like they can only do what they can do. You said that Dak's incredible. only thrown one interception, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> One more than Purdy. <laughs> Purdy got squat. You know who's leading the NFL in passer rating? Brock Purdy. Right. The NFL. The most talented crop of quarterbacks we've ever seen maybe this year. Brock Purdy. You know who's leading him in touchdown-interception ratio? Brock Purdy. You want to go deep in the stats for something called EPA, expected points added? Number one in the NFL, Brock Purdy. He has not thrown an interception this year. He has not lost a game in his life as a professional that he finished. We can't have a talk about the Niners losing anything or not being the best team or being the number two team until their quarterback actually loses a game. Like, I'm not talking about falls apart or the season's over. Just can you have a week five loss, 21 to 16, eventually, and be like, all right, I've lost the game. And I know Eagles fans are screaming at me. I don't consider the playoff loss a true loss. He got knocked out of the game. He got injured. Yeah. This is far beyond my joke about our artificial intelligence. So far beyond a sweet little story about the last guy drafted shows up. He's leading the NFL in passer rating. Really good. Okay? And there's <laughs> a lot of naysayers. That system quarterback this. System, yeah. I, I understand all that. You still got to step up there and throw. He has not, not one time this year has he made, oh, that was a bad read. I shouldn't have thrown that gets intercepted. Not one. So... You're going against Mike Parsons, right? You're going up against this Dan Quinn defense. Can they make him make a mistake? Can they make him have a bad game? And, like, man, Brock Purdy showed he's human. And, like, he's still going to go great places, but he lost. Until the Niners lose a real start-to-finish game with Brock Purdy, we're not having any questions about are they the best team in football. They're the best team in the NFL. You have to lose before we can even entertain the conversation. The quarterbacks are a huge story, and Purdy is playing as well as Prescott, if not better. And Prescott, of course, is trying to get where Purdy went last year to yeah. get to that yeah. NFC yeah. It's an amazing storyline. And yet, when I look at this game, I think, Think of Monday through Saturday and the game planning and the personalities involved. Guys, th th these two men are going to be tied together at the hip for the rest of their coaching careers. I'm talking about Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan. Mm. And what they did in Atlanta. <laughs> we all went, oh. Oh, look like, at that. I mean, it's sad. They almost did it. They almost did it. I'll say the numbers, and I know they're probably watching. And 28 to 3, it was under their, their watch. Dan Quinn was the head coach. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. They almost brought the freaking Atlanta Falcons a Super Bowl with a Matt Ryan MVP season to the city of Atlanta. Dan it almost Quinn happened. came on the show. He came on Good Morning Football after that happened. And he was so cool and so owned everything. And he said, uh, what do you call it, a turd burger or something yeah. like that that we had to eat? Yeah. But he was sitting at, in studio at the table like mm. being the consummate leader and gentleman. I loved how he handled that. I really did. I and still now they go off, that. and it's the third straight year they're facing each other in this, like, Cowboys Niners, these famous logos. Mm. But these guys have such history. They know each other inside and out. They know what motivates everyone. 
And I look at Dan Quinn, and I look at what that defense has done this season, and it's like, if you could put the clamps on Kyle's offense this year with mm-hmm. what they've got going on. The Niners haven't scored less than 30 points in any game this season. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey is tearing up the league. What if Micah and Lawrence mm-hmm. and Deron Bland come yeah. in and put the clamps on that 49ers offense? Are we talking the Monday after the game that, wait a second, the crown has been lifted oh. from the Niners mm-hmm. and taken from the Eagles, and now we got to be talking about the Cowboys that way. I think about the game plan and what Dan Quinn, who's been a defensive mastermind his whole career, and this might be a great test for mm. us to see whether he can finally get the mm-hmm. best of Kyle's offense he has in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys hosting several home playoff games would be really, really interesting. It's something we haven't seen in a long time. I go there too, but the the level beneath it, which is Cowboys defense so far this season, we look at Michael Parsons and he is just like a one-man wrecking ball. It feels mm-hmm. like he can take out six guys at one time. He comes through the line and it's just made Zach Wilson's life miserable. He made Mac Jones's life miserable. But it's only one Micah Parsons. I kind of flip it when it goes against the 49ers. He's only one man. Can he take down Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy? Can he bother them both at the same time? Because the way those two are playing, Brock gets the ball out and Christian just goes to work. Christian McCaffrey has scored a touchdown in the last 13 games that he has played in. That is a remarkable stretch for a running back to do against defenses that have his number. And that includes the playoff games. That includes the playoff games. He's leading the league, seven touchdowns already this season. Christian McCaffrey, Peter, called him an MVP. He is unbelievable right now. And so if Micah Parsons can stop him, Brock Purdy's just going to say, fine, I'll go color outside the lines with somebody else. But if he stops Brock, he's just going to hand it off to Christian. He can't be two places at once. So someone else on that defense, I would think, has to step up. No doubt. And I I think we're looking at this game. I feel like this game a lot like I felt about Bill's Dolphins last week. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I think we have six mega powers. All right, we got Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs, Dolphins. This is really only the second time that one of them has played. Like, this feels like the NFC version of that. Think about how passionately we feel after that Dolphins-Bills results, certainly about the Bills. Like, wow, the Bills are incredible. People weren't expecting a lot of the Bills to win that. I think there's a lot of heat on the the Dolphins. So if the Cowboys, to Peter's point, were to flip the table, if the Cowboys win this game. Saw it last week. Damn. Like, this, I feel like the whole, we look at the whole NFC differently, Mm -hmm. just to show that the Niners can bleed. And meanwhile, the Eagles are watching from afar from their perch. You guys all pick off on each other. Like, what does do our Thing We're, still here. Yeah. Yeah. We're still here. You were talking about the crown going on the Cowboys side. I think they all started throwing up. I know. Yeah. Eagles yeah. fans. Yeah. 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 What? They're good, too. Yeah. They're that good was very too. good, Peter. The Eagles on their perch. Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.